Welcome to May I, the weekly podcast from the Academy for Hospitality Arts. I am Noah Parks, your humble host and veteran of the hospitality industry. Each week, this podcast is our chance to discuss all things hospitality with industry professionals, members of our faculty, and guests that are passionate about hospitality. We have a focus for each episode, but the discussion is as wide-ranging as our industry and just as welcoming. This week on the May I podcast, we continue our conversation with Michael DePerry as we discuss the formation of the Academy for Hospitality Arts, his inspiration for it, and as usual, our discussion is just wide-ranging and very informative, and we're excited to pick it back up with Michael DePerry. You know, true focus on service, the importance of service, if it's well-planned and laid out, it goes smoothly, no hiccups whatsoever. And if there is something that does happen, if you have a plan for service in that environment, and you really take as much time as an executive chef will take to plan out his menu, his ingredients, then spend three hours on how do we uh, present this uh, plate, and then how do we assemble it, and then putting all that together, if the same focus was on, here's our floor plan, this is what's going on. And if we put a great plan together and the equal amount of focus, uh, we're going to be complementary to that guest experience. And uh, it's really important. And one of the things I've said before in the past, I've said this to uh, folks for the past 20 years, especially uh, my chef constituents, is I would pose a question to them saying, you know, you have an off night, kitchen's not running all that well. You know, food comes out, it's okay. But you know what? Your service team is there to still give that incredible experience of being welcome and an honored guest. What's the likelihood of you getting another opportunity, your culinary team to do that? And they said, yeah, they give us a second chance, even when we're less than perfect, and it does happen. Uh, And then I posed the same question going, you know what? You're on, on your night. Your team is, your culinary team is producing what they have. And that service team is just not delivering a welcoming experience. What's the likelihood of them coming back? Not great. And, and not great. And that's where, and it's funny because they all would say the same thing. Yet there still wasn't a focus or a real importance on the service team itself. Kind of like uh, orphans or necessary evil for the event, but not a, uh, uh, a cherished asset or uh, important, intricate part of the whole experience, kind of an afterthought. So I took that afterthought and I put it up front. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I have to say something that you guys do, and, and you know, I'd love for you to tell me uh, why you do this, but you know, the, just the language that I learned working with the Academy uh, really changed how I thought about myself uh, when I go to events or when I'm working. Um, you call, you know, what would be servers, bartenders, captains, any of them, they are service professionals, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and so sometimes I think, you know, we hear a lot about how we need 15 waiters and 10 of this or whatever, but it just is a number at the end of the day and we need to fill it and that's it. Mm-hmm. And they don't think about it in terms of 
professional and you just think of yourself, you know, lower and lower and lower, you kind of degradate yourself almost. And mm -hmm. so I just wonder why, why professional, why, why service professional? Well, it's, that's another great question. Why SPs? Why did I coin the phrase service professionals? You know, I thought about it and we were fortunate enough to be on the event management side and really get an inside look on, uh, on some of the events that we uh, brought our service teams in and how much work is in that. So eight, mo eight months of planning, uh, we specialized in philanthropic, so it was always uh, money was being raised for an honorable cause, sometimes millions in, a, in an evening. And um, as far as I'm concerned, when you're spending eight months, hundreds and thousands of dollars in planning for a four to five hour experience, it warrants a team of service professionals to bring it home. Mm -hmm not bodies, not butlers, service professionals. Captain that's uh, fully prepped with experience, with all the support that they need, uh, a timeline and an environment that uh, the, the folks that are supposed to put that smile on and make it genuine, we create that environment first. And then it goes out onto the floor. That was always my philosophy is uh, behind the scenes before they get out, be hospitable to them. Don't tell them that they have to do it. Put them in that frame of mind and they'll naturally do it. Mm -hmm. And that's where it's impactful. And I realize that if you treat your service team with the respect that they need and let them know that they're valued, uh, th that's just going to translate out onto the floor, no matter what they're up against. And our business and the service professionals that are there are kind of buffers for anything that may fall short. They're the ones that are there to make it right or make up for that. And for me, that requires the right mindset, support, and uh, learning, knowledge to be able to manage that. Knowledge is power, right? <laughs> knowledge is power, even with your front of the house service team. Exactly. And so you know, sorry, we got off track a little bit there. Uh, that's my, my fault. fault. No, no. I take, <laughs> oh, you're there. <laughs> I take full responsibility. Okay, uh, fine. So, Thank you. So um, uh, the next section I kind of want to address is uh, who, who have you seen come through the Academy? Who, who are some of the people uh, that oh. you've worked with uh, that, that no. you, you know, I'll let you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, all the year, thousands, tens of thousands of uh, folks, and, and the ones that, uh, I, I, God, it's who haven't I met or what type of person haven't I met? Uh, I've had, I've had the pleasure of, uh, uh, folks that, uh, were part of my team, uh, service, you know, SP or honored captain, uh, that went on to be successful in whatever they want, whether, uh, I know folks that I see that are in movies, TV commercials. Mm. Uh, also have my alumni that are running uh, $10, $14 million pieces of business in high-end uh, resorts and stuff. It's true. <laughs> and uh, 
catering facilities. And that, and we, the nice thing is uh, we all are still connected and keep in touch. And what's cool about Manhattan is uh, when they do leave our area, they're from everywhere in the United States. So mm -hmm. I have developed relationships with the most amazing people uh, and kept that relationship through whatever uh, 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 stage of their career that they were involved. And uh, I always try to figure out why. And they said that uh, no matter what we, no matter what, if our dream was not hospitality, and I have folks that this is what I want to do. Whatever that dream is, whatever our dream was, because you would ask, what brings you here? Mm -hmm. uh, you respected that, you supported it, and you tried everything in your power to get us to our dream and out of hospitality. That if that was where you wanted to go, full support in that. Uh, because, uh, uh, the, yeah, supporting. Oh, I could go on for days on all the things. Buying a tuxedo for one of my captains because he was open. He was up for uh, some prestigious acting award uh, in D.C. and just a didn't have the money to get down there. B didn't know in a tuxedo, and I was like, dude, guess what? A, you're getting down there. B, you're getting the tuxedo and those kind of things and supporting uh, folks on Off-Broadway and promoting. Mm. Uh, what's cool about uh, our industry and uh, being really involved in the service teams is uh, countless uh, romances and marriages and mm -hmm. relationships. And, you know, uh, uh, my business has always been the business of relationships and humans. I don't supply safari chairs or tables or linens or lighting or the aesthetic. I I have always been tasked with the human aspect of hospitality. That's so, I love it. Yeah, I was just going to ask. I, I would imagine that's pretty <laughs> fulfilling, right? It's very fulfilling. And listen, our industry is not for the weak. It is. It's a pressure cooker. Uh, a lot of stress. A lot of planning. Uh, long hours, long days, and you haven't even uh, hit the dining room yet or met a guest. And uh, your day could have started at six and here it is at six o'clock at night. Right. Feels so good. with, yeah, feels Sorry. good. F feel, feels good though. Uh, you know, when the Academy prepares you for uh, pretty much every, you know, position you could possibly hold, uh, I would imagine, uh, you know, like you feel confident, right? The, the, the Academy, yes, feels confident. And uh, the, the, you know, the main thing about the Academy is I have such a passion and uh, same thing with uh, the folks around me. We just love hospitality. There's nothing more. It's the greatest thing to do on the face of the planet. And it's like an addiction. And uh, we want folks to be introduced into this amazing industry the right way, that it is a career path, that it offers all these great things, not only the people you get to work with and the locations you get to be at and uh, the experiences you get to experience because you're in the middle of it. Uh, but there is also a place where, and it can be overwhelming and intimidating, especially in the New York City market. You knew you just came here from wherever, uh, 
even if you have experience, our market tends to be somewhat uh, intimidating. It's competitive. It's yeah, it's competitive. competitive. It's intimidating. And the whole thing is, what we want folks to do is uh, we're opening up the door and welcome them into the world of hospitality. And we do it by being hospitable mm -hmm. and making sure that as soon as they uh, walk into our classroom, that they are important. And what we do is super important. Uh, we explain to them that when we come together, it's always for a celebration of something. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a celebration of life, a christening of a new baby, or a product launch of something that somebody spent their life's work to uh, develop, and now it's being launched, it's always a celebration. And what's cool about our industry, and we let our students know this too, is it's one of the very few industries where you get to be a guest also, or a host. Mm -hmm. So, and when you are a guest or a host, and chances are you will be, how would someday. you like, yeah, someday, um, how would you like the attitude of all those folks that are mingling with uh, the people that mean the most to you, that you right. want to impress? How do you want them to treat them? I want those people to be real people and I want them to be professional, but I want them to be, you know, I don't know. I want them to be, uh, what's that word you used? Hospitable? Yeah. Hospitable, <laughs> confident. And it's, right. it's great. And not nervous, mm -hmm. knowing that they're prepared to be a professional. You know, uh, we just didn't, I did not start calling them service professionals. What I did was I created that environment and then said, guess what? Now we are service professionals. Right. Because it's easy to say something and not put the effort into it. And th it is work, but I'll tell you, the accolades, I, it's better to get, it's easier to get a compliment than it is to get a criticism. And if you put the work in, uh, your world can be filled, your day can be filled with just compliments, compliments uh, from uh, the service teams, compliments from the client, the party planners, their guests. It's like applause. You know? It's like being on stage. And a lot of the folks that uh, are in hospitality tend to have a parallel to the arts, you know, so they're looking for that. Right. And if you create an art form and make it your stage, you will get applause. And that's who doesn't like applause. And we will have to break there until next week. We look forward to part three of our conversation with the man, the myth, the legend, Michael DePerry. Also, we release bonus episodes, so make sure to check out the Q&A from our recent town hall with Longevity University. Also, subscribe to the May I podcast from Academy for Hospitality Arts wherever you find your podcasts. That's all from us for now. Until next week, when we ask once again, may I? <laughs>